and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome back to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui episode 56. Thank goodness for that. 56. <laughs> How does that the sound? Real, the real 56. 55 was a bit of a monster. How old are you? <laughs> Not 56. <laughs> Cheeky. Have we gone Cheeky monkey. <laughs> Cheeky monkey. I'm under 56. Barely. <laughs> You might be, oh no, you're not going for your Saturn return yet. No. You'll be going for your second. I thought that was 30s. I thought you did Yeah, well, it's got like a 29 and a half year cycle. So it'll come back round. And maybe it might come back round again. You also get half cycles. So imagine when you were 15, you were going through some sort of challenging time. Saturn return themes were coming up. Well, that's nothing to do with feng shui. How's no. that? How's how's that going? <laughs> it's all about fifty six. <laughs> this is episode fifty six. I'm not fifty six. You're not fifty six. <laughs> are you together? 56? Together, are you 56? we are not fifty six. If so, we were um, just together, no, they wouldn't be fifty six either. No, it'd be a lot. Well, <laughs> put a hat in now, then I guess. <laughs> so I gather by the content we've already produced, today's episode is all about timing. Yes. <laughs> 56 <Numbers>. versions. <laughs> we, uh, you thought number 50 was the special episode, ladies and gents. It wasn't. It's was actually 56. <laughs> Surprise. We like 56 because it's not 55. I That's was a, true. I was a bit fearful of 55. What do you think of 57? 57? I like it. I like it a lot. That's how old you are, isn't it? Shush, no! <laughs> I'm younger. I'm a young ting. Mum young... is a uh, hot young mum. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell everyone how old I am? I've had so many of my friends throughout my life tell me that, by the way. Well, that I'm... Like, hot. And I'm like, <laughs> I could do without that information. <laughs> I could do with not knowing that you were thinking it and I could do with not knowing you telling it to me. The only time I reckon that was true was when I dressed up as Marilyn Monroe for your, was it your 18th or your 25th? Yeah, it was 18th. my 18th. It was my 18th. Yeah, it was a fancy yeah, dress. Yeah, had her boobies out. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fancy dress outfit of that um, iconic moment when she was stepping up on the um, on that heat vent. Yeah, Except a, I just stepped up on a double-decker bus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, and we and the oh, tube. No, the tube. Yeah. Oh god, that's because mum was perhaps... like so mum yeah, mum's got kind of like olivey dark skin, like you're very like pigmented, and then she's got this like yellow. bright yellow 
bright, <laughs> bright, mentioned bold and bright wig, curly wig, that kind of like, yeah, went on your head. And then um, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was a contrast to your natural hair colour. <laughs> and I had um, glamour, glamorous makeup on, which um, is not my normal natural look. I don't remember your makeup. I remember your boots I just remember, being out and the wig. I, did, I, I just remember... Cleavage. Putting on bright red lipstick and thinking this does not feel comfortable. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel strange. Yeah, I remember on the tube, lots of people, men, were like, just like ogling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thinking, oh my god. Yeah, and I was just <laughs> like, oh, that's my mom. <laughs> I was wearing a flapper dress, but it was so yeah, short. you look cute. It yeah, was really, 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 really short. Yeah, it was less like, I didn't really have any curves. I was just kind of, um, just a bit of a stick. stick. Yeah. <laughs> it was a cute looking stick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I wore a wig. You had feathers, I believe. You had like a, yeah, was it a, a headband? With yeah, a something feather? like that. It was so there short is... though. And like, because it was just like a cheap, um, because the, the theme was like, yeah, the theme was 20s and it was just like cheap 20s outfit, like a flapper dress. And like, there was basically like two layers to this dress, the under layer, and then the top layer was just like this see-through sequency stuff. Then, But the bottom layer was basically, it didn't have any shape to it. It was just like a cloth that had been like stitched on one side. But it was so like short in my body that I could either have the option of like showing off like just, just my nipple just coming out on display and being able to cover my ass, or <laughs> covering my butt nicely and having boobs out in display. It was just like you had to pick one or the other. <laughs> and it was like that the whole night. <laughs> well, I think um, I might have done you a favour in that case because my dress was way too big. <laughs> <laughs> so most boobs, people though. were like shot face at me and probably thought you look fantastic. <laughs> I think we both looked great. I think we both looked great. Maybe we'll find um, I maybe think we can find actually, an episode for the, uh, not an episode, maybe we can find a picture for the uh, I think there is one. I think I, it's called, one for I both think, of us. I'm not sure, maybe, but I think I had it under spectacle. Spectacle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So no promises, but we will try to because I'm Dredge this was eleven years photos. ago. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna have to activate my old Facebook and uh, find <laughs> these evidence. And just photos. embarrass me further. Yeah, and myself. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah, it'd be fun to do that. Anyway. So, so pass and pass. <laughs> Talking about so, timings. It's all about timing. It's all Function about 56. It's all about space all and about time. Episode 56. I am not 56. I will be 56 at some stage, but not for many, 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 many moons from yeah, now. Yeah, mum, mum's actually my sister and we're twins. No, then that's just sounds so weird. Because then why would weird? you call your sister mum? That's your name. Your name is Mum on your birth certificate. No, my, name, my name's Joe. Don't confuse people. It's <laughs> I Chloe's Mum. I'm just known as Chloe's Mum. And I'm by known your friends as Joe's and daughter. family. <laughs> <laughs> right, come so, on. Back to work. What we're doing? We're, we're focusing. We have an intention to deliver some content that people will enjoy today. So let's do it. Okay. So timings. Yeah. Specifically, periods, which are 20-year cycles. That's correct. Because Absolutely we're moving into period correct. nine. 
Exactly. So we're, there's going to be lots and lots and lots of information about period nine because it's so important. And how does it affect you? And um, one of those things is to know which which period your house belongs to is because that's pivotal to know how the energy um, that's around you at any given moment is going to affect you because the period of your house is actually your blueprint of energy for the flying stars. And um, when we change periods, say, for example, we're just about to change from period eight to period nine, the value of those flying stars will change. How about if you move into a, like, say, like, uh, I'm I'm moving house, and it's a house that's already built, and I'm moving in period nine, but this house was built in period seven. How will those period will both those periods affect you moving forward, or more once over? Well, that depends. Actually, it depends on whether the house is a is a is the type of property. So, is it an apartment block? Is it going to be a standalone sort of house, like a bungalow or a cottage or two or three story house? So it depends on what kind of property it is okay. and whether it's if if your home your is it a unit inside that property or is it the whole thing? Yes, we look at when was it built. So the house will have a certain period. So if it was built in say period six or seven, then so long as people have been living in there all the mm. time, then that will carry forward. If, however, there's been massive renovations, say a new roof, you need to know mm. the timing of that. Also, has the house been lived in all the time? Were there periods where the house was left empty? Mm. So um, that will make a difference. So basically, if you one so... For an example, if you were to buy a property and move into a property today mm-hmm. during period eight, then as long as that home has been vacant for a period of time, so and I think the the, the length of time is a hundred days, which is about three months. So if that mm, house has been long. no, no, but that's enough to make a difference. So if the house has been empty for three months and you move in today then that house will become period eight. But um, if the house has been full of people all along and say that you're, you exchange, exchange um, contracts and so the handover of the keys and the person living there before moves out yesterday, you move in today, then you'd have to look, you'd have to go further back to find out if there was a, a, a 100-day uh, break yeah. Or substantial renovations of 30% or more. So, so for example, a new roof would be like um, if you say you've got a box and you, you, you lift the lid, mm-hmm. so your ha- that would allow the energy inside to escape. And then when mm. you replace the lid, the new energy would come in. So as long as that house is, is having, having a renovation of, of significance, so 30% yeah. or more, then that would be just like that box having an exchange of energy. So you would you'd get new energy if it was 30% or more, or if there's been a gap of 100 days or more. Does that mm. make sense? Or have I made that a bit long-winded? No, that makes sense. Does it apply if you live in a flat and the, sometimes they do the roofs, but say if, you, say if it was like an eight-storey 
apartment block, but you lived on the fourth floor and they wanted to do the roof, would it still apply to you then? Would it only apply to the people on the top? If it's, no, it would be the whole building, but if it it would have to be a significant renovation, it'd be 30% or more. Um, And of course, with apartment blocks, it's slightly different because you wouldn't have necessarily a roof. Sometimes they can replace a whole roof. Yeah. Or um, it, it, you'd have to look at the percentage. So mm. and use common sense. You know, it's not a hard and fast rule, but it, it is significant. So if the, if the renovation is 30% or larger than the overall space of the property, then yes, it would generate a new uh, pattern, a new blueprint of, of based on the new period. So if it's within the same 20 years, it'll still be the same. But if it's a crossover, then um, then yes, it could change. But when you the interesting thing about apartment blocks is um, you look at when the first person moved in. So say you've got an apartment block of say fifty units, the actual and the the property was built say in the fifties, but nobody moved in until the eighties. Mm. Then that first, the person the first resident will be the one that would establish that blueprint for that building so and it would be the 80s yeah okay so say yeah so so if we look at the timing so so period nine is based on 2024 to 2043 so period eight was 2004 to 2024 period seven would have been um, 1984 to 2004 and period six would be 1964 to 1984. I think that's right. I might have to write this down. Mm. So are certain periods more favourable for living or moving in a home? And if well, so, they'll all have their why? benefits. So they, they will all have... Um, oh, itchy nose, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends, really. I mean, the value of the flying stars will shift according to the period. So, um, so for example, period nine, the the most auspicious star would be a water or a sitting star or, or a face a facing star nine, because that's a media. That's the star that's shining the the most the bright brightest. So it depends where the nines are in your home. And period, and also the new, the oncoming favorable energy would be number one. So your sitting and facing stars one, that will have more emphasis on um, things, maybe later in, later investments or uh, more investments, um, sort of becoming more prosperous over time. And then so wait, two, so wait, you've lost me. So you've got period nine, twenty yeah. years, and then where does the one and the two and the three come from? So these will these will be the flying stars that become more auspicious. So every flying star, you've got two different types of flight. Have we done a, a podcast on flying stars? I don't think I'm we have. Sure. Have we? Have we? <laughs> have we? So is it just like got... do you mean flying stars? Like one is like. 2024 to 2025 no no oh, okay so so the, you've got the different periods so you've got period one period two period three period four they re, re, they reflect every 20 time. years every okay. 20 years yeah okay go, go, so we're, yeah. we're currently in period eight which began in 2004 and will cease in 2024 period nine is 2024 to two thousand and. Uh, 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 43 is that right 20 years yeah Tops. 
I should be able to do that. Uh, 19, <laughs> period 7, 1984 to 2004. Period 6, 1964 to 1984. Period 5 is 1944 to 1964. So each period will have, will apply different values to the flying stars. And you've got, you've got nine different types of flying stars. And of those nine, you've got, you've got two, um, flavors, if you like, you've got something known as sitting stars. Some people call them mountain stars, but that that's just for today called them sitting stars. Mm-hmm. And these are good for human interaction, health, stability. Um, so they like energy to accumulate, so that the, the stru- they become more favorable or stronger when energy's quiet and still and builds up over time. Okay. But then you've also got facing stars mm-hmm. which are associated with prosperity mm-hmm. and they're activated by noise or movement or some form of activity mm. you can and also you can tap into them by facing them whereas you can tap into the sitting stars by sitting with your back against them oh got you wait is there, are these are these stars the flying stars are these the bagua stars the the okay the bagua is another layer okay so but the flying yeah it, it can Mom be complicated finds my version of astrology western astrology like difficult and i'm like this is the same level of complexity there's so many <laughs> layers yeah yeah that's true there's lots of layers how so do you find out your flying stars so your flying stars is based on the period of your house which okay. is what we're talking about today so yeah. that's your uh, number one when you start to do Flying star feng shui, you need yeah. to know either when the house was built, okay, whether the house has had any major renovation of 30% or more. Recently. Or at any point since since construction. Okay. Because if... if um, that might if, reset the... It will change, yeah. It, okay. if it's, if, so if, it's a, if you've had 30% of your home renovated, mm-hmm. then it will, it will push away the original period. Mm-hmm, that the flying mm-hmm. stars are based on. And the vibe on. will be different. Yeah, it will be completely different. Okay, got you. But also um, the moving in date. So if if, the, if 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 you've got people, if it's a steady line that somebody moves out, but the next within a hundred days somebody else moves in, it'll still retain the original period of the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the house mm-hmm. of construction. Okay, if there's a gap you. of a hundred days or more, then when you move in, you will carry in with you the new period based mm-hmm. on the date you moved in. Okay, I got you. Once you've got that that date, once you've you know that your house is a period eight or period mm-hmm. seven, based mm-hmm. on those things, mm-hmm. then you can plot your flying stars. And they are based on the facing direction of the building. Okay. Now some people so not necessarily where the front door is, because some including myself, have a side entrance entrance. Mm. So it's on the facing facade of the building. So that's that's what how you plot your flying stars. So, for example, I'm period eight house because we had a new roof put in and my house is facing south one. So I have a period eight house facing south one. Therefore, my flying stars are based on that um, information. Got you. So then your flying stars don't change. Well, they can. They can change if you say do renovations, sure. Or if 
Or if you go on holiday for say six months, okay, okay, and then you okay. come back, it, okay, you know that, and you the Got house you. would be different. Okay, cool. All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. I bet everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I'll I'll uh, I'll regurgitate that in my brain. <laughs> so um, you have a house wherever you live. Maybe you're thinking about the house that you're living in now. Maybe you're thinking about a house that you lived in the past. And you think about when you moved in, was there tenants in there before? Was there a gap? Was there any sort of renovations that you know about in the past? Was there any that you don't know about that you're curious about now? Or you're um, planning renovations? Was there renovations that had happened when you lived there? Are there renovations that are on their way to happening mm. in the property that you're living in now? Mm. That will all uh, change the configurations of your period of your house. Yeah. And you can find out the flying stars of your property through the facing direction of the house. And its and that, interaction with the blueprint of the, the, the and period. And that affects that has, the period yeah. and, the, and the blueprint of the overall property. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So once you know your flying stars, which are based on, the first of all, the base star, which is based on the period that your house was built. Mm-hmm. So um, say your house is period eight, you would put, you do a low shoe, low shoe grid, so a, a nine star grid, three layers of three. Yeah. Okay. Like um, the, when you do um, a noughts and crosses game. Yeah. I'm going to hold it up to the screen. Okay. So can you see that? Yes. We should get so. new webcams. <laughs> we can see that. I've, yes. I have all, I have ordered myself a new one because have you? Um, yeah, because of what we said about um, our Patreon content, which we're oh. going to try and make it a bit more interesting, not just all text. I want to. So, um, I'm in, I'm interested to see the webcam. Please let me see it. I hope it's not arrived yet. It's, it's coming you today. Box it. Oh, in case it's rubbish. Well, I can have a look on Amazon anyway. All right. Okay, so then when you know the period of your house, so if, just for example, say period eight, mm-hmm. you put the eight in the middle. Okay. Okay. Cool. That becomes your base. And then from there, you follow the low shoe sequence, which um, is probably a bit difficult to explain now. But anyway, from that, you allocate a numerical value to each of the other stars in the grid. Okay, following the low shoe flying star pattern yeah i will go into i will explain that on the patreon and then um then you get your facing direction and that through formula you can then plot in the flying stars so you'll you'll have sitting stars on the left to the base number and you'll have facing stars to the right so each grid will have three numbers which is composed of a sitting star a base star and a water uh, facing star, sitting and facing either side of the base. Shall I give you an example? How how would somebody find this out? Well, you can get in touch with me, <laughs> or then from Trey. So this is um, this is an example. See that? Yeah, but okay. So this is an audio only. Uh, platform so you're gonna have to read out okay, what you so, just showed me so i've just hung up to chloe uh, 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 uh the flying low shoe uh, sort of blueprint for 
a house that was built in or will or have um, sitting stars and flood. Oh God, I'm getting myself worked up now. I can't find the right <laughs> words. Okay, so every house, every flying star blueprint will have nine sectors, nine grids based on the, the directions and the the side directions, and each square, each part of each sector will have a sitting star, a base star, and a water star, fl- a facing star. A facing star, a base star, and a, a, star. A, a, a sitting star. Sitting base facing. Okay. And they have different values depending on which period it is. So, for example, in period eight, you'll have lucky stars, which will be eight, nine, and one. But also, you'll have unlucky stars, two, five, and three, and you'll have some that are, that can be more neutral or can be used positively or negatively depending on how you use them, say like four and six and seven. I mean, seven's not so favourable during period eight because um, it's a fading star. During period seven, it would have been very auspicious. But during period eight, it's losing its its good nature and can instead of being very good for communication, it could be more to do with negative things like gossip and um, backstabbing. So you see how that they lose, they change their values depending on which period you're in. So okay. in period nine, the best star in period nine would be num- star nine, but equally star one becomes auspicious as well, becomes lucky. And star two, which during period eight was associated with sickness, actually becomes very good for, for long-term investment. It's, it's becoming more auspicious. And as we get into... As we get closer to um, period two, it will start to gain more more good fortune. So during period two, the best star would be period two, but also period um, uh, the, the sitting or or facing star three and star four would become even more beneficial. So depending on which period you're in depends on depends on the value and the positive or negative effect of the flying stars. Okay. And of which you've got flying stars that are associated with health and well-being and um, security, stability. But you've also got facing stars which are associated with prosperity. So say during uh, period eight, then the if you've got a facing star two, well, that would not be so lucky for money coming in. It may It may indicate even blockages in your revenue but when we get into period nine in three months time that energy is not going to be unfavorable it's actually going to be more to do with opportunities for long-term investment particularly to do with property and land development because it's an earth star okay there's a lot of information there (laughs) yeah 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 i'm trying to be more um Try to give people a bit more um, not teaching, but a bit more um, un- more information. But yeah, it can it can be complicated if if you try and cram it all into half hour podcast. Well, we've got a baseline of what the significance of this means, and huh. then if you'd like to find out more, you can write up something on or do a video on Patreon so people can understand yeah. what the value of all of these numbers are because even I'm struggling to I I have more questions than I have <laughs> answers. Well that's okay. That's okay. Questions are good. 
questions show that um, you're engaging, and um, and and it should, would also help me in terms of explanation, because I didn't expect us to dive in so deeply today. I thought um, it would be a bit more superficial, but in many ways, it's probably better to dive in deep and then um, pull it apart over either in our Patreon or if people have got more questions, they can message us in Instagram or or our other. Twitter or other ways of communicating. I mean, I think Patreon's best because that does give me a much bigger uh, um, ability to or scope to put more content in. When it's Twitter, it's very small space. Yeah. You haven't really got a lot of space. Um, but but yeah, basically, flying flying stars are one school of feng shui. There's lots and lots of different schools of feng shui. The advantage of flying stars is the quick results. So some schools like um, Eight Mansions, you, you, they will gather more momentum over time and they're looking at your land formations. Now, Flying Stars also like land formations. So say you've got uh, a sitting star nine at the back of your property and you, your back of your property is facing south and you've got an, a mountain or a hill at the back of your property, then I can tell you straight away that that star is really strong and supported by the natural fire energies of the south direction, which is a bonus. But also you've got a landform um, configuration, which is also going to generate exceptional good luck for your health, your stability, your relationships, um, security. You know, you're just going to be blessed with good luck. That's just one aspect one just one looking at one square of of that whole nine star grid and all of those star all of those grids those sectors will have um values that can be interpreted depending on how they interact with each other how they interact with the land formations and also how they interact with the person is it a storage room or is it an office is it a bedroom is it a kitchen is it a bathroom so you need to consider that that as well the the purpose of that room but it basically if you've got a good support system at the back of you and if you've got a good facing star at the front that is activated every time you enter and leave a building you could argue that you're going to have great health great stability but also lots and lots of financial opportunities to grow so that's my job that's what I do and I'm glad that's your job <laughs> um I think I am left with the listeners, a partial amount of listeners, where I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I think I think um, it. I think I will go into that in greater depth. I mean, maybe we should do. It's it's too much to cover in half an hour, and we and I only didn't mean to go into the flying stars in such depth. But um, I think when when I start doing either. A, because one of the things I was say, thinking, I was talking to Nan about, is I really like your idea of meet and greet. So we could have a we could have a meet and greet in London, where people that maybe want to pursue flying stars in greater depth, that could be an opportunity. Maybe you could, or maybe we could do a course. You record it, and then we can have that on Patreon. These are or, all plans that we've got. Yes, or I just do lots and lots of essays. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a build-up of essays that I'm I'm doing. So, um, but I think the the whole flying star topic is quite deep, and there's lots and lots of layers to it. So that, that today is just 
a taste, just a little flavour. So don't worry if you don't understand too much. You can get in touch with me and I can try and make it a little bit easier to digest or understand. That's what mum's job is. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'll do it for you and just tell you what's going on in your house. Maybe that's easier. Maybe you don't need to know how. You just need (laughs) to know what to do about it. (laughs) Cool. So just to finish, in period nine, the lucky stars, <laughs> nine, one, two, but also four, six. Yeah, they've got good values. Which ones don't? Um, avoid five, still oh. still no good. That's why I didn't like episode 55, it's two fives. <laughs> Even episode 50, I made a bit of a fool of myself. And then um, uh, three can still be conf- conflicting seven can be associated with um, backstabbing i mean it depends it depends on but then you can change all of this can't you by doing the feng shui in your home well you can you if you want to change the flying stars you need to do either one of two things which is three things one is move (laughs) two is to do a renovation of the Bigger than 30% of your surface area or two, go on holiday for three months and leave the house empty. But then by doing that, by changing the period of your house, you can't go back. You know, that's it. And Mm. then if you've got, if and would period nine be any better? Period, period, some period house, um, at some period eight houses have actually better energy combinations between the flying stars and the directions than some period nine houses. Yeah, because there's so, so many combinations. Yeah, yeah. So if if you if you're not happy with your the flying stars that are built into your property right now, yes, you can do something about it. You can either change the purpose of the room or change the 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 furniture so that you're sitting in a better direction and facing a better direction with better stars, or you can be completely dramatic and. Um, and alter the house accordingly or um i always think work with what you've got because you know why spend a fortune moving house if that if that's all you're looking for is better flying stars yeah you can you can move and find a property with better flying stars but that's a lot of time and effort and money whereas you could do something quite simple regarding the interior i mean some houses if you and let's not forget land formation. Whatever's going on on the interior of your home is is emphasised by what's going on outside. So if you've got really good land formation, then that's going to make the value of your flying stars more powerful because the the land formation is about, well, it can improve or, if it's favourable, by about 80% the value of the interior stars. Whereas if you've got bad exterior land formation the value of your flying stars even with good patterns is going to be weaker so you do need to consider the formation of the armchair configuration as a starting point do you have support at the back do you have an open space at the front is there support to the left of you is it bigger or smaller than the right of you these are really important factors because that's really going to make the value of the interior stronger or weaker accordingly Mm. there's a lot of layers a lot of layers yeah yeah that's why it's a lifelong study <laughs> i've been studying <laughs> since i was 18 and i'm not 56 but there's um, i'm not far off 
yeah, it's uh, it's kind of amazing how much knowledge you've got in your brain. No, it's just it's the, the knowledge of, of the, the subject. I mean, I'm still peeling away layer by layer, but the more you peel, the more you understand how fascinating it is, how extraordinary, accurate it is. Um, I mean, um, and also understand why some people get better results than others. It's because their their property is tuned is is either aligned with the good fortune, and is and that good fortune is amplified by the environment that that property is based in, compared to some people that may have, um, you know, um, very weak flying stars that they they're spending all their time in this area that may be more to do with office politics or sickness or. Or some places have exceptional um, luck in sales and you sort of look at their flying stars and you think, oh, gosh, yeah, that's why. I mean, it is. I think it's absolutely amazing how a system that's so old, thousands of years old, is still relative in today's society. And if you are going through a hard time, you can look at your flying stars, you can look at your feng shui, your, maybe your eight mansions, or even there's other schools like Purple Star, and you can find out exactly why this problem exists and then what can I do about it? How can I change that energy? How can I make that unlucky star smaller, weaker, or give it an outlet so it doesn't harm me or my family or my co- co-workers? Instead, I can, I can tweak my feng shui so that the lucky stars are more amplified and bigger and brighter and more influential. And that's really how feng shui works. But, yeah, the system itself is ancient and still relative. It's still, I mean, it's just mind-blowing, really. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, it's amazing how much stuff you've got in your head, but I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> yeah, because we've gone over half an hour, so sorry, yeah. Chloe. Um interesting layers my mind's a bit boggled I, I I do follow but I don't know what everything means but that's not my job that's your job so thank god um <laughs> uh thank you for your technical knowledge I think I I think I sort of I don't, I don't think it was very clear. So apologies if anyone's confused no, and scratching no, their head. No, you did a great job. <laughs> Everyone is happy and proud of your communication. Rambles. It's good. <laughs> and I'm going to cut us off now because we've gone over time. All right, my sweet. By the way, loving your hair. Chloe's had, a, uh, Chloe's had a hairdo. Yes, it's red. She looks pretty. Thanks. I'm going shorter and shorter and I don't know why. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it's raining. I'm going to be going out into the rain. I hope you're going to have a much nicer time than going outside into rain. Or maybe you're in the rain right now. And if so, cool. Stay warm. Don't get ill. (laughs) Um, We will see you later. And um, lots of love from me. And mum's going to write on Patreon what all this stuff means. So bear with well, it'll take time because it's a vast subject, so um, <laughs> <laughs> don't put Mom any pressure on me. the distance, just like... <gasps> <laughs> but yes, or just yes. get a reading and mum will give you all the answers. You don't need to do or any of the work. We'll do it, or we'll do it as a course. We'll do it in easy bite-sized pieces and people can, can join in yeah. either in a coffee shop or online or maybe we can even hire a room somewhere. Cool. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Chloe. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>